Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Art Talk Live. This is Lynette Fast of Noya's Art Gallery, and we are so excited to be a podcast partner with KZUM 89.3 FM. And remember, you can listen to Art Talk Live on the KZUM website at kzum.org forward slash Art Talk Live. We're also available on SoundCloud. Thanks so much for joining us today to learn about the life and the work of Noya's artists. And I'm very excited to have with me today Tyler McIntosh. He is one of our newer artists, maybe about a year or so in the gallery, and does metal work, uh, assembled sculpture with found objects, and very interesting, unique uh, kinds of subject matter, fun playful, innovative uh, ideas, and I'm so excited for you to meet Tyler McIntosh. Welcome, Tyler. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm awesome. I'm so glad to be here with you today. Thanks for coming in. Absolutely. Well, as we get uh, my interviews started, I, I like to ask how you remember in your life or when you remember in your life that you first realized, oh my gosh, I think think I'm an artist. What was that moment like for you? Um, I think probably would have been like first or second grade art class and I just realized that I loved it and I was kind of good at it and I I just have always been an artist ever since then, at least in my own mind. And then when was the moment of, oh my gosh, people want to buy my art? Oh, probably about 2008 when one of my pieces was stolen. Oh, yes, yes. (laughs) It was pretty flattering, to be honest. Yes, it is. It is. I, that is a, that's one of those rubs you wrong, rubs you right things. Correct. And uh, you have a great mindset of, oh, somebody wanted it more than me. Yeah, it was was very um, flattering. Yeah, very good. Well, as you are creating, um, talk about the way that you like to create. What what does your space look like, and then what comes out of you when you do that? Um, Well, when I'm creating, I, I just like to take a large pile of objects and just start sorting through it until I find one piece that sticks out to me and you know it looks like an arm or an elbow or a hand you know what have you and then that gives me a a basis to start off of Um, my space at the time is going to be very chaotic and cluttered dirty i'll have stuff everywhere my house is a disaster when i'm working on stuff Um, uh, but what comes out is really beautiful lifelike um, sculptures and I like to do animals and people um, especially. Yes. So what are some of those objects laying around that you're looking at? Um, I will spend a lot of time during my day just randomly picking up objects that I find and so my objects can be anything from stuff from car accidents to walnut shells, pieces of bark, Um, anything somebody has run over, you know, rusted metal, all of that kind of stuff. Anything and everything that catches your eye. Anything that catches my eye. And damaged, rusty, uh, anything like that is really what catches my eye. Mm -hmm. Um, Urban decay, 
that sort of um, aesthetic. <clears throat> you mentioned that as a child in first and second grade, your art passion really bubbled up. Yes. Tell us about your childhood, where you grew up, and the things that inspired you and uh, you know might have led you on that path. Um, well, I early childhood was a little on the traumatic side. And um, I think that a lot of my art actually comes from the desire to pick up the pieces and fix what, you know, the, the damage that I um, saw in my childhood. And I think that's why I also like to take things apart and break them down into their individual parts um, and then put them back together into something new, something beautiful out of the broken objects. Beautiful. Does that make sense? That's awesome. That very much <laughs> describes what Tyler's work looks like. Um, if you come to Noya's Art Gallery at 119 South 9th Street, you can uh, check out Tyler's work all the time. He's a very active member here and is in the gallery quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you'll you'll um, also once see or twice a week. <laughs> yeah. You'll also see that he is a fabulous marketer for uh, noise gallery and does the noise gallery Facebook page and shares work by all the artists all the time and um, we really appreciate uh, the way Tyler is a collaborator in the gallery so what has that been like for you to come into a, a gallery kind of environment and that happened about a year ago, is that correct? Uh, yes, and it has been a really positive experience for me. Um, it's a positive social environment, and the working on the social media aspect has really let me meet and get to know pretty much all of the artists as soon as they come in, and I really like that. And knowing everybody's styles and being able to you know, find customers for people is really you know, nice. I like to promote for other people. So Yeah. As you are um, talking about your work then, uh, you're mentioning urban decay, picking up the pieces, you know, fixing damage. Yeah. I think that leads really nicely into what your work looks like. Let's paint a picture of one of your sculptures to our audience. Um, they can't see it, so let, let's give them a descriptive element of what your work's like. Um, well, like for instance, I have a new sculpture that is a life-size head made out of a lot of white and black materials, um, lots of spheres and circles. Um, I'm not exactly sure how to describe it for the viewers. Um, could you maybe help me out? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, maybe the sculpture is, say, of a person. Because I know you have quite a few faces and uh, sculptural elements that are like animals or people, like you mentioned. Uh, what might you use to make the arms or the legs? Or um, how would it come out if it's a face, uh, you know, representing an ear? Um, yeah, I mean, whatever I usually make an arm out of will be usually two similar length pieces of metal or, you know, whatever objects that I find, um, and then held together with, sorry, this isn't going to make any sense. Can we cut that out? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, sorry. Um, it's really hard to describe the, 
describe it. I don't have the words to describe the, you know, what I'm thinking. Um, um, the join? Well, just like, sorry, I'm drawing a blank now. Um, can you ask me the question one more time? Because I think I forgot the question. Oh, okay. You're <laughs> good. Okay. We'll just pause right here. So as you are putting your sculptures together, you mentioned that you focus on urban decay, picking up the pieces, fixing damage. Now, that has a very symbolic meaning to you and your sculpture. Let's talk about the physical look of your sculpture. Okay. What are they made of? How do you decide what to make the eyes out of okay. or if you're um, making a person or an animal? Well, so in general, it, it looks like an assembly of random objects as if, say, I do a humanoid figure. It kind of looks like it was a bunch of objects that just rolled together into a sentient being and stood up out of the dirt is essentially how I look at it. And then I will use anything from, you know, broken pens to screws and bolts and, um, you know, broken glass, you know, anything I can find. So it, it really does end up looking like, you know, a, a pile of, of junk became a person essentially. Mm -hmm. And um, it, it might be any kinds of materials correct, like you mentioned. Yeah. yeah. And in, in my mind's eye, it's almost as if like the, the objects want to be something and they want to mm -hmm. choose what they want to be. And so sometimes it's as if I'm not really in the driver's seat. I'm more of just, you know, navigating <clears throat> what the pieces want me to do. Um, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. You're. I've I've heard many sculptors talk about different ways that uh, sculpture evolves out of the material. You'll hear a lot of sculptors that take away material, say that they're just removing the outside yes. layers until they get to what's inside. Yes. Uh, in your case, I'm trying to think of an old movie that like the pieces just come up and become a thing. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it's that's like similar. it builds itself. Yeah, and it's it's as if it, it has a mind of its own and its own desires, and I'm just able to find that. Mm -hmm. That's kind of how I look at it. A lot of your pieces have kind of a sci-fi-ish look to them. Maybe yeah. it's because it's old, rusty, you know, old objects, but it, it, still there's another kind of look to your work. Yeah, and I, I would say it's almost on the... A dystopian post-apocalyptic um, side of things because I always imagine that you know after humans are gone all that's going to be left is all of our objects and this could be what happens after us you know mm -hmm. not not that that's true that's just the in my mind's eye a what if that I have right right and it, it really helps me with my process of just letting the objects choose for themselves what they want to be um, and knowing when to stop is really a big, big part of my art. So knowing when to stop, one of the artist's hardest decisions. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, this kind of dystopian idea or, uh, style in your work, do you have some connections in life? Uh, I mean, you are mentioning, you know, picking up the pieces and yeah. fixing what's broken or 
tearing things apart. Yeah, and um, I've always been into sci-fi and horror especially, and one of the my favorite genres of sci-fi is dystopian post-apocalyptic because I like the aesthetic of rusted decay, you know, um, when everything falls apart once we stop maintaining it. And then out of that comes all of this beauty that we wouldn't think is really beautiful until you really see it all together. Um, and I, I think that's one of the reasons why I really like this style is I've always been into that post-apocalyptic, you know, urban decay aesthetics. So. Yeah, and it very much does come out in your work. Thank you. Fun. Fun and playful, though. Uh, it, it's really enticing and exciting to look at your work. It's a type of sculpture that if you look more, you see more. You look again, oh my gosh, yeah. I didn't see that the first time. It's almost like a, a puzzle where you can, you know, Look at it and look at it, look at it, and you always find something new. <clears throat> awesome. We're, you mentioned your stylistic um, attachment to movies and and um, theater in that kind of a way. Are there any artists who have inspired your work? Um, yes. Um, I am very much a fan of uh, Geiger, who did a lot of the paintings for the Alien series. Um, it's very dark very horror genre. Um, I really like that. I really like Roger Gerberding. His stuff is kind of my passion at this point. Um, and I'm trying to think other artists that were really inspiring to me. Um, I really like Salvador Dali. Mm. And I've always been a very big fan of his. Um, and beyond that, I guess I'm drawing a blank. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, <clears throat> I would love for you sometime, if you haven't already gone to the Dali Museum in Florida. I have not. Uh, I want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a very fun trip. A good experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so what's happening next for you? Uh, you're very involved in the gallery, so we want to know about uh, events or things or places um, people could meet you. What's coming up this the year? The next event that I have is going to be uh, third Friday. I'll be down here uh, for the third Friday event, but then also first Friday in June, I will be on display at Cappy's uh, Bar and Grill and be there with three or four other artists. And I should be on display all month, but I'll, I'll be there on first Friday to meet and greet. So, And that would be first Friday in May? In Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. In May. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Not June. Yeah. So okay. First Friday, May. And then in okay. first Friday of June, I have another show with somewhere in the rail yard. I'm not sure. I probably cut that out since I don't know the specifics. Okay. <laughs> sorry. Okay. But a uh, first Friday in June in the rail yard. Yeah. Okay. Well, awesome. We do have uh, studio open houses also at Noya's Art Gallery, and I do want to mention that um, we have several artists in our upstairs studios. You might not be familiar with our gallery and the extent of it. We have four gallery spaces on the main level with our outdoor sculpture garden, and then also nine studios in our upstairs area gallery. And those are all private studios, but on first Fridays, like you mentioned, every first Friday we have openings from six until 8.30, and 
We do live stream on Facebook at 7. And so you can visit our gallery in a lot of ways. Um, the studios are also open on um, third Fridays sometimes too, which is another different thing here. Uh, all these studios in Lincoln do first Fridays, but we also do third Fridays. Uh, same hour, same story, uh, 6 till 8.30 and Facebook Live at 7. We really appreciate KZUM partnering with us for our podcasts, and I hope that you are finding some interesting um, information, life stories that artists have to give. Uh, you know, there's always the mystery of an artist, and so um, I think these interviews really help to bring, you know, who's an artist and what do you do to real life, and maybe you can find your little niche in that. One great opportunity we have here at Noise Art Gallery is the artists work and run the gallery, and we get paid when you buy our art. That's that's it. Yes. <laughs> so we love for you to come and buy art from us, and we um, we do really appreciate you. So we're here when you come in, and you can meet the artists and talk to them. Please come down to Noise Art Gallery at 119 South 9th Street. We are open Tuesdays through Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And you can also visit our website at noiseartgallery.com and see many of the artists' works um, and samples of what they have in the gallery uh, on their web pages. So come and join us for all the amazing benefits at of doing art, seeing art, being a part of art, having art in your home, all the good stuff. And uh, join us at Noise Art Gallery. Thank you so much to KZUM and Tyler McIntosh Thank for you. visiting us today. Absolutely. Come on back and listen in again. Art Talk Live, kzum.org forward slash Art Talk Live. This is Julia Noise from the Noise Art Gallery, and this has been Art Talk Live. I want to especially thank Lila Cho for her original violin composition that she did special for us. Tune in again. We'll be looking for you.